Hello, Hello tea sippers. I'm Steph. And I'm Tamar. Welcome to Au Pair Tea. Where we spill all the tea on Au Pair Life. So sit back with your best cuppa and let's dive in. Welcome to episode 9 of Opeti. Hi, we're here, episode 9, and it's very exciting today because we are actually recording. Where are we? We're literally in the USA, in the same room. We are next to each other, isn't that crazy? Normally we record this obviously long distance, and we use each other's phones, and we connect. It's very high-tech business. Um, <laughs> it's the low, lowest tech you can get. But today we are recording in the same room, which is very cool. Very exciting. I'm very excited for this. This is so like surreal. I only wish that Steph was here for longer. So we're at my host parents' house yeah. in Raleigh, and I just wish Steph was here for more than a day. Yeah. Um, that's so sad. But today we'll be talking a bit about just an update on us because we we know we missed. Um, we missed the last episode just because we're so busy. Um, but just kind of talking and touching base, you know, how we arrived at the US, what it's been like our first couple of weeks. Um, yeah, just kind of catching up with each other. How, how are you, Steph? Good. My fir- I've been here a month today. A happy anniversary. Thank you. And it's been crazy. It's been overwhelming. It's been a roller coaster of emotion. It's been stressful, it's been exciting, it's been fun, it's been so many things. Um, I obviously, if you don't know already, I had to go to Serbia for two weeks before I arrived here. So I had a little detour because obviously the UK had a ban on, so we couldn't enter directly from the UK. Mm-hmm. T's currently looking smug because she had a visa exemption, so I was able to go straight through the border, yeah. boys. So no two-week delay. But I had to sit in Serbia for 16 days, which was fun. And I met amazing people who are now my friends. So, you know, it was fun. It was, a, it was an experience. What would you do least. again? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd not do it again. No. Um, so I took three flights to get to the US. So I woke up at like 2 a.m. UK time and I didn't mm. arrive to my host family until... About 9.30, 10pm UK time. So I was, I was like travelling and awake for nearly 24 hours and it was three flights and it was not a long time for layovers. It was literally off the plane through security, straight through again. Um, it was very, very Squish. quick and it was very stressful. I very nearly missed my final flight to rally because I got stuck in uh, customs and immigration. Everyone who had a visa got stuck. Um, and we had to process us, and it was very slow. There was just one man doing it, and it was very stressful. Um, but yeah, I finally got here. It was absolutely bloody baking when I got here. It was like 35 really? degrees C. I was like, I am not built for this weather. <laughs> um, but yes, what was it like meeting your host family for the first time? Describe the scene. It was, a, it was great. I <laughs> was worried, I think you said this before, about like getting here and meeting your family and not feeling like you had the same connection as you did like over video calls and stuff because mm-hmm. we've been chatting with our host families for a long time like i matched yeah. with mine in january so like we've been talking for nine months that's cr- you could have had a baby you know each other for nine months yeah <laughs> could have had a baby and so like when i got here it just felt so natural and comfortable mm. like we knew each other already yeah um which is kind of 
the only positive that's come out of COVID <laughs> is that we've had like longer to get to know our families. Yeah. Um, yeah, so when I got here, we met in baggage claim. I'm short sighted, so it was kind of like I was looking around like, Squiddy. where are you? <laughs> is Squiddy. that you? <laughs> um, but yeah, they gave me a big hug and it just felt so natural. We went for lunch. There was no one. What did you have for lunch? Sorry, I'm cutting in. What did you have for we lunch? Went to, ugh, we went to a restaurant that was like really healthy, so I just got mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, the unhealthiest thing you have, guys, just fry it. Just, yeah, just give me the most unhealthy thing on the menu, thanks. <laughs> yes, thanks, babe. I'm in America. Um, so then when you got to your house, what happened when you got the house uh i met all the kids we gave gifts i had like a moment alone in my room like unpacking stuff to breathe yeah, yeah. to like unpack and sort of like just have a little rest from all the mm. traveling i'd just been like flying for 12 hours so Ugh. yeah can't do that babe <laughs> wait you had just one flight though didn't you i like, had a 10 hour, i had a 10 hour flight and then like an hour flight Ugh. or something like that no thank you and then i sat no. in the airport for like two hours between my flights Ugh. yeah no, no thank you and then so i had this time on my own and it was the first time since i had sort of been told that i was going to serbia yeah that I had sort of sat there and thought about what was actually happening. Yeah. Because I was told about Serbia about a week before I left the UK. Uh-huh. And as soon as I was told, I was obviously, like, saying goodbye to people, getting stuff ready. Packing. Like, packing. Hate preparing. Packing. And it was very quick. Mm-hmm. Like, literally the day before I was told that I was leaving, I was yeah. like, I'm going to drop out of the programme. There's no chance I'm going this year. Something's going to go wrong again. Something's going to go wrong again, exactly. Um, so, and then the day after, I was, like, going. Yeah. And then I was in Serbia for 16 days with people having fun, like, mm. the excitement was there, but it kind of didn't feel real, it just felt like I was on holiday. Oh. And then I finally arrived yeah. in the US, I was sat on my own, it was quiet, and I was like, the first time I sort of processed what was happening, yeah. and I felt so unbelievably overwhelmed. And I was like, I want to go home, I don't know what am I Remember doing? Remember messaging me saying, yeah. it's just really, really hit me. It, re- it hit me hard, and I was like, tearing up. I didn't cry, because I didn't want to cry, because I knew if I cried, I wouldn't stop. Yeah. So I, I stopped myself from crying, but I was like, so, I was like, I want to go home, why am I doing this? So I'm here for a whole year now, like, this, this finally hit me. I processed it all, and that was like... That was a hor- it was honestly a horrible feeling, but... Yeah. Then I went downstairs, and I hung out with my host family, and... And they showed me around the neighbourhood and we had lunch, um, dinner and everything. And yeah. They made me feel so comfortable and so, like, welcome. And yeah. we got on so well. And the kids, like, connected with me really quickly, which was really nice. It made me feel so much better. I and think I that's think, the beauty of a good host family. I think, yeah, that's good. And I think it's good that you've said, like, you know what, I'll be honest, I didn't feel great in my first day I or didn't. whatever. Like, yeah. I had a moment and it was really, really tough. And I think that's... It's natural, and so, like, cultural care try and prepare us, don't they? And they say, like, don't shut yourself away, don't yeah. isolate yourself. But it's, it's really hard when you just, like, I just need a minute to breathe. Yeah. And then that minute turns into, like, a few hours or whatever. Yeah. So, obviously, the way you dealt with it is you went and you spent time with your host family. Yeah. So, so those fears kind of melted away, or have you had, have you had moments where it's been, like, oh, what am I doing? This is really tough, or am I doing obviously, the right thing? like... Especially my first week, or like, because I think yeah. me and you both were like chucked straight into work, like yeah. first day, straight in, girl, straight in, we're working, Off yeah. You go. So sometimes I would just go upstairs at the end of the day and be like, oh my god, this is too much. Yeah. Like, um, how am I going to deal with this for a whole year? And people ask if I've been homesick, and I think I haven't been homesick. I miss my family, I miss my pet, yeah, uh, you know, my cat, I miss my home, yeah. 
my grandparents, my mum, but I wouldn't choose to go home. I agree. You know? I've not ha- I, on- I have not had that moment where I'm like, I want to go home. Obviously, yeah. I kind of miss people, but I'm not massively homesick. The only thing yeah. I... I mean, obviously, I miss people, but it's hard not having my dog here because I'm used to seeing her all the time. Yeah. So it's nice to have a, a host pet. Um, yeah. But it's it's different. Um, I do miss people. I miss my friends. I miss my dad yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, but I think the beauty is that we've got such great relationships with our host parents. And yeah, it's really helped. That's really helping. Yeah. I would feel. I would. I think I would struggle if I didn't feel yes. able to say, guys. Do you know what I'm If I didn't feel day. comfortable, it would just. I can't imagine. Yeah, how you'd feel. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so difficult. It's but crazy. yeah, like people, if I was given the option, like, do you want to go home or do you want to stay here? No, not a chance would yeah. I go home. This is the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Really. Um, and it, I've only been here three weeks. Yeah, like, I've only been a, here a month and I could already feel myself changing as a person, like becoming yeah. more mature and more like independent. I'm less, I'm more confident, less scared of like doing things. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, think that's the kind of environment where everyone's yeah. so positive and everyone's so like, yeah. give it a go kind of thing, mm-hmm. which is great. Um... So mine's kind of similar, like I just arrived and I was like off this plane and it took me a minute because I was looking, I remember looking like up at the ceiling, trying to find my baggage plane was, because I was like, <laughs> that's where I'm going to meet them, after baggage. And so like I was looking at the sign and then I kind of saw them, didn't click it was them, kept looking and I went, oh shit. And it was them and they were stood there and they had balloons <laughs> and they had signs saying like, welcome and honestly my heart just melted. And then we had puddles, and then, like, we got... Ricky was so sweet. Like, he had the the push chair, but he also took my suitcase. And I was like, it's fine, Ricky, it's fine. Um, Just the kids were just awesome straight away. And then, like, we got in the car. We got some lunch from the country club. We just got it, like, delivered or whatever, or we picked it up. And, yeah, I came down, and we all came into my room. The girls helped me unpack a little bit, and then I left half of it till like, the next day. (laughs) I feel like that was me. Um, Oh, yeah. And then I just gave them their gifts and stuff, and they gave me a really sweet, like, welcome box with lots of little gifts in it, which was really sweet. So, yeah, they made me feel incredibly, incredibly welcome, and like we both said, it wasn't awkward at all. I honestly felt like I'd known them for so long, and it was... That was my fear. I was like, if, if I get off that plane, it's really awkward, and it's a bit like, okay, kind of thing. But it was so natural. Yeah. That is what put me at ease. Um, so, yeah, if I, was, if I was offered the chance to go home, I'd say absolutely not. Like, yeah. my parents would kick me in the ass if I came back. Not oh, in yeah. a horrible way, but because they know I want it so much. Yeah. Um, and they're so supportive. So, we, when we were in training school, obviously, we did it virtually, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But there were some kind of good things. Yeah. I, it was nice going straight to my host family. And not yeah. having like a week long delay or a five day delay. I had a sixteen. <laughs> Sorry, 16 how do you had a sixteen day, day delay? delay. Um, yeah, but imagine <laughs> if you'd done Serbia and then you had training school as oh, well. Yeah. That would have been like I'm just never like I'm leaving, but I'll see you in like half a month or whatever. Yeah. Um. So part of it was they said you know you may have to quarantine, so yeah. check with your host family. So I know that some of pairs are quarantining in hotels right now, and some Crazy. of them are actually quarantining in the host family's house yeah. I didn't have to quarantine no they didn't ask me to did y'all ask you to no. no I don't have to quarantine my host family are like obviously wear a mask wash your hands mm, use hand sanitizer <laughs> wash your hands <laughs> <laughs> pick. Uh, use hand sanitizer just be, just be sen- yeah just be cautious obviously there was a global pandemic like don't Is be there? stupid I hadn't noticed no, no no one mentioned that <laughs> Um, no, no one's mentioned anything about corona. Yeah, and like when we come in and it's like kids, go wash your hands. Cause mm-hmm. we'll see. 
outside world is dirty. Outside world is dirty. Yeah, but it's, it's, I think it's quite good. I feel quite safe in North Carolina yeah. in Raleigh because it's been very, very low. Like they never really hit a peak. Yes. Um, I feel pretty good, but pretty sensible. Yeah, Maryland is quite. Is it bad? Not really. The county I live in hasn't had a case for like a month and a half, two months. Oh, that's really, that's helpful. Like, yeah, so it's pretty good and it's felt pretty normal. Like people have been worried about coming over here during COVID thinking, you know, you're not going to get the full experience, not going to be the same. I think that we've had a lot of freedom despite yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, like obviously this is my, I've been a month in and I'm already like on my first trip, like come yeah. down here to North Carolina. I so go to Target like I, every fucking day. <laughs> yeah, I, I go out every day, I take the kids out. Like it's been pretty normal. Yeah, like, like it literally is just like social distance. It's yeah. basically everything we expect. You just have to have to be a bit safer. Like so, yeah. like I think my second week here, the parks finally opened up again. Uh-huh. So the kids were able to go to the park, which was nice. Um, but yeah, nothing's really. It's not honestly. It's not as bad as I thought it would no. be. We're we're pretty free. Like I can you know I drive the kids every day to school and back. Yeah. And like I go shopping. I go to Starbucks, and I'm just sensible. So yeah, it's not as bad as I think people are expecting it to be. Yeah. I think people because. I spoke to my host parents actually a few days ago about kind of the whole COVID thing. And they said, we wouldn't have got an au pair or we wouldn't want to be in that position where we just go and live somewhere for a year. We have to stay in a house for a year. Yeah. Like we wouldn't want that. Yeah. You're here to also, you're here to explore as well yeah. as. It's a cultural exchange. Work. Exactly. Yeah. You want to learn about America and explore America while you're here. Like, yeah. This is kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity kind of thing. So it is. you want to make the most of it. And I'm glad that our host parents are both open to letting us do that. So even out yeah even in the circumstances like we are incredibly lucky with the people we have oh yeah yeah and like my host parents are very open about me having my own free time like my i'm here because my host family have come down to their lake house in north carolina and i was like hey is it okay if i like head down to raleigh for the day it was an hour and a half drive from the lake house yeah just to visit my friend and stuff and they're like yeah that's fine why don't you like stay the night like have some time with her explore north carolina a little bit rally a bit and like target. <laughs> no, yeah go to target go to starbucks target. and then go to the mall eat chinese food yes <laughs> um but yeah like they've let me take the car and drive down here and see my friend and that's really awesome but then tomorrow i'm gonna go back and spend time with them at the lake and go on the boat and stuff mm-hmm. so like they're really open with me having and like i'm going to philly next weekend yeah. so mm-hmm. they're really open to me like going yeah. out and having my life and living and yeah. exploring my house parents are fine with me having friends over as long as yeah, that's cool. just wash your hands when we walk in yeah and- um just be sensible and obviously just out of politeness just let them know and they're like they're totally totally cool with it yeah um so obviously i've been here three weeks you've been here four so what can you think back i mean it, like we said we've not been here that long but no. it feels like like a year already nearly yeah. um so first weeks these are the kind of the first few days are the most i think are the ones that everyone dreads because yes. everybody wants to just get in and be settled and no nobody wants to do yeah. the awkward kind of like you know kind of weird dating stage you want to be in the relationship you know what i mean yeah nobody wants to do dating it's boring so the first and everyone obviously so you have like there's like three-day orientation they have to give you with cultural care so what happened with you in your first week what kind of i think you were just pretty much thrown in with like your i was thrown in the deep end because Uh my host parents work from home all the time so like They've been struggling for, like, a while. Because, obviously, I was supposed to be here earlier. <laughs> like, so how they, many times were you changed with your date? Oh, I had, like, nine different travel dates 
with like over the four months yeah just but i was delayed by four months and Bad. four or five months ish and so they've been struggling for a while like looking yeah. after four kids working from home and yeah. so when i got here it was just kind of you need to just be thrown in just go to work yeah, yeah because they were working so my f- host kids didn't go back to school until my second week here so the first week i had all four kids all day on my own. You remind us of their ages? So Halsey is five, Tommy is three, and then Ben and Evie are two, they're twins. So it's a lot. They're very close in age. They they wind each other up and you know, they like the sibling rivalry, like the fighting and the like bickering. And yeah, it was difficult. What would you say was the most difficult thing about the first week? Um like I didn't know the routine. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where places were. I didn't know directions. Like I didn't know the kids were testing me, like seeing how far they could push me. They were like, I was learning about them. They were learning about me. I didn't mm-hmm. know their personalities, stuff like that. Yeah. So it was it was tough. It's kind of like finding your place in yes, the family. So that's exactly. the hard bit. Finding exactly. where you slot in. Yeah. And then the second week, my older two went back to school. And we kind of went into a routine. And so I didn't have yeah. Halsey, my five-year-old, because she was at school all day. And my host parents are doing the homeschooling. So that's... That's great. It's great. Awesome. She's at physical school two days a week and home learning three days a week. So... so yeah. I don't understand it, honestly. But yeah, <laughs> so they're sorting that out. So I just have the three younger ones. Mm-hmm. My three-year-old goes to school nine till 12 every day. And my twins, Thursday and Friday, uh, Wednesday and Thursday, nine till 12, go to preschool. Yeah. So we've got a bit of a routine. Like when I had just have the twins, I take them to a playground. Um, then we go and pick up my three-year-old. We go home, have lunch, then it's nap time. Mm. Then we have, I have like a routine yeah. now, so it's a lot easier. That's easy. And because I know the kids, I know their personalities, I know how to... You know to what like, makes them tick. Exactly. Like, yeah. it's a lot easier now, but it is hard, like, getting into that routine, learning yeah. the ropes with the children and with the household mm. and with the area. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot to, like, It's juggle. a lot to take in, especially when you've just moved, like, 3,000 miles exactly. across the ocean. yeah. You're probably shattered. Yeah. So did your host parents actually sit down with you and kind of say, this is how it works and this is what we're doing? Or was it kind of like, figure it out kind of thing? Did they have time to speak to you? They didn't really have time to speak yeah. to me. We kind of went over the basic routine. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, here you go. <laughs> if you need anything, just give us a shout. Figure it out, hon. Yeah. And it wasn't hard. Like, they wake up. I started at 8.30. I take. What? I start at seven. I start at thirty. Yeah, oh they eight thirty. I'm off again. They deal oh. with them in the morning, and then I wake up eight thirty. Take Tommy to school. Yeah. Go out with the twins, or take them to school depending on the day. Pick them up at twelve. Come home. We have lunch. It's nap time one till three, and I'm off one till three. Yeah. And then at three. Uh, I start work again until six thirty, and then we just play outside, or go for a walk, or do some craft, or watch a movie do something to do entertain something them. to entertain them yeah so i forgot <coughs> what i was talking about but it's easier now <laughs> it's easier now <laughs> yeah so my first week i feel very grateful to my host parents and i've said this to them before like thank you so much so my first week i was working um so my first week my two little ones weren't actually in school because they hadn't started back yet but maddie the oldest one was at school 
So it was getting used to the routine. But what they did is, so since their last au pair left about five or six months ago, she left early because of the whole pandemic thing. Yeah. Not, I don't know if you've heard about the pandemic, but uh, <laughs> that thing. Um, so they actually hired their preschool teacher called Kutura, and she is amazing. She is so incredible. Mm-hmm. So they, um, so I was working my first week, but they brought her in as well to kind of yeah. help me and show me the ropes and just get me used to the routine. And what I really loved about her that is one, I had the support, and two, she didn't. So Kutura wasn't like, okay, this is how you do this. This is where that is, and this is like mm-hmm. she was literally like I was stupid. We kind of just flowed, and it went really, really well. Yeah. But it's like you kind of forget to ask about the little things. So it's like. How much milk does Hank usually have in his nap yeah. time? What time does he nap? How long should he be napping for? Where are the bottles? How do I use the washing machine? All these tiny little household yeah. things. Some of them I was never told specifically. I just kind of picked it up as you kind of mm-hmm. go along. Yeah. Um, so it was great. And my host parents are seriously like, I keep preaching. They are so awesome. And like, so we have like a written thing. Like we have like a group note thing on our on our phones and it's like where my schedule is and then if anything changes it's we're really flexible really easy um my host parents are super good at being like if you literally need anything just come and ask us so i'm fine with being like guys like what the fuck am i doing yeah like guys i've forgotten this and i feel silly they would never judge me so i think that is what has made it really really comfortable and easy for me the fact that i feel like i can go and ask some of these silly but not silly things yeah. Um, but yeah the first week was weird it, it's like it is weird. finding where you fit into the family yeah. and... you're dealing with a whole bunch of stuff you're dealing with yeah. jet well kind of jet Possible life jet lag. but you're tired yeah you're i like, didn't feel well you for feel, two days yeah i didn't feel well for a few days i lost some appetite for a few days you're dealing with a new culture a new country being away from home fitting into this new family having to drive having to drive having on to the drive. other side of the road oh yeah having to drive all this like admin stuff that you've got to go through when you oh first God, get literally. here i-94s bank account social security all Phone, those yeah uh what else god making friends telling your parents you actually arrived and yeah. you're not dead or something yeah like, i'm fine but honestly there is so much that you don't get told is, about though. No, yeah. never. You just get told you arrive, you start. That that's yeah. not what happens. It's not happen at all. Not what happens at all, and it's a lot to deal with. Like it's amazing though, isn't it? Are yeah. you loving it? I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Like it's the best thing I've ever done in my life. And I was yeah. driving here, and I was like, I cannot believe where I am right now. I because sometimes I'm like, I'm actually in America. I'm in America it's been my absolute dream to be in this country for so long yeah i never thought i would come here my whole life and i've been through some shit Shit. (laughs) yeah in my past Mm -hmm. and i was the last person i would think that would get on a plane by myself go to serbia for two weeks and then come and live in a whole new country away from home for so long with strangers with strangers yeah Yeah. it's my weird concept it's crazy <laughs> but i thought this is a situation where you do it or you don't like you can't think about it too much you've you just can't. got to do it yeah and i was saying this to this person who wasn't sure if she wanted to be an au pair who's actually my friend that i went to uh-huh. uni with i said i said do you think you want to do it she went oh i think i want to do it and i said we'll do it then i was like if yeah. you don't do it you will absolutely kick yourself you will. and you've only and got a small amount of window exactly, to do it exactly because you have an age limit on it so yeah why not you've just got to you're young like when, young. when you're like 40 50 years old <laughs> and you look back are you gonna be like oh i wish i'm glad i didn't do that or <laughs> you know yeah. you're not you're gonna be like, oh, i wish i did do that and that goes back to our other bucket list thing our book 
on our old podcast episode where I said, you know, the only thing I want to make sure is I don't come back with regrets. regrets if yeah. I'd sat in the UK and been like, I wonder what my life could have been, I yeah. absolutely would kick yeah. myself. And me and you especially have been through so many hurdles so to get many times. Here. The amount of times we've <laughs> cried to each other or yeah. we've messaged and or we've spoken to our coordinator and it's like, yes, you're on your way. Oh, there's something no, else. Not. Oh, yeah. there's something oh. else. And we, then we were getting to the point where we were like, this is not going to happen for we us. We may as well just pull out the We program. may as well just end this now. Because we nearly did, didn't we? Yeah. I very nearly pulled out of the programme. And um, same, yeah. Literally two three weeks before yeah. um before i started going to the matching again because i was like it's absolutely not worth the shit and the stress and the yeah. anxiety but yeah. it is it's so and worth it i was sat there in like a limbo i quit my job i'd given up my car it's i was just thing. sat at home i was like i had no money coming in i was like do i get another job do mm. i get a car <laughs> what, do do I, I do? what the hell do i do that's the thing, isn't it? Because all your friends are like getting married or they're getting new yeah. jobs or they're moving yeah. away and they're really successful and I'm so happy for them. But then it's like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Yeah. I'm wasting my, yeah. my 20s and it's, mm-hmm. the, we're young and like the world is at our feet kind of thing, even though there's a bloody pandemic on. But the tw- your 20s is when you're supposed to go out and, and do live, these yeah. things mm-hmm. and before you actually have to be a proper adult. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so in terms of like expectations and kind of, life so far in the US what were you expecting I don't know of your life or of your host family honestly <coughs> this is everything I expected it to be really? honestly yeah in what way like I'm learning so much I'm having so much fun like the only thing that kind of hasn't happened that I thought would is me feeling more homesick like yeah. I, because I'm such a homebody. Like I love my comforts. <laughs> I love my home, my mm. bed. Like your bed, it always feels different when it's actually yours. Yeah, it's that one pillow you have as well. I just loved my yeah. home, and like it was to the point where I didn't even like going and staying over at other people's houses because I just oh. it wasn't home. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I thought I'm not gonna like it because it's you know it's, so it's home but it's different. It's not like yeah. the home I've like been in properly with my mum and whatever. Yeah. So I thought I'm gonna feel so homesick because yeah. I couldn't even bloody go and stay at someone's house. So I was like, <laughs> how, gonna live how the heck am I gonna live? Away. Exactly. I was like, I reckon I'm gonna end this short and end up going home early. Yeah. I have no thought about going home at all. I don't feel homesick. I miss my family, like we said already. Naturally, but though, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go home. And it's like, that is something I expected from me. Because yeah. I've always been like that. If you didn't miss and your family, though, I think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. I, f- I expected myself to feel really, really homesick really? Yeah. all the time. Well, like, to I'd the be, point like, where crying. you were like, I want to go. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. And I thought I would be crying 24-7. I haven't cried once. Oh, my God. I have not cried yeah. yet since I left my home. And that's... You don't give yourself enough credit, then. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Oh, should we cry? Should we cry? Let's do a cry now. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. But, I mean, not to kind of toot our own trumpet or anything, but when you think about it, like, in basic terms, we have literally moved across the ocean, like, three, yeah. three, I don't know, three, four thousand miles away oh, yeah. from home. 
we flew by ourselves yeah. in the middle of a freaking pandemic oh, yeah. to a family that we'd never met in person, we'd yeah. only known for a few months, to do a job that we don't even know that we're going to be able to do kind of thing. Yeah. In a whole new environment, we're going to yeah. have to flip in, deal with Trump and all of his great, you know, <laughs> freaking leadership and shit. Yeah. I'm very excited for the election, guys. Um, but yeah, we have we'll done... Have do you know what I'm going to say? We are fucking brave. We are, we are very brave. We are. High and five. all of you guys five. are brave too that have come over here and do this or even thinking about doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's a huge. massive step. Like, I don't think people really sit and think about how... Yeah. big of a deal it actually is yeah it's one thing to be a babysitter or a nanny in your own country uh-huh. but to move across it's you got bold yeah man. We've and i so basically this is a funny story okay? i love a funny story my host mum was talking to this lady at the pool the other day and she oh. was like our grandparents age and she was like <laughs> i had no pair when i was younger when she was a kid so, back so this is like back in the day before internet before anything like oh that. Oh my god, yeah. They spoke to their au pair by writing handwritten letters to oh each other. Anyone they could never, write those letters. They never met each other, they never saw each other's faces. It was literally just handwritten letters, and then this au pair wow. would just come. Like, that is insane. Like, I amazing. cannot imagine coming to this country. Having never of, heard having their voice, never heard or their seen voice, seen their face. Like, who the hell? You could be going to anyone's house. Oh my god! Yeah, how do you like text them at the airport? Like, no where okay are you? agencies. Yeah, it was wow. just off the bat. You just find someone like, yeah, sure, come along, come into our house. Okay, let's not bring that back. That let's is not insane. No. That's right? too scary for me. Yeah, that's amazing though, but scary. Yeah. Um, yes, that's really weird. So. We've moved thousands of miles away and we, uh-huh. we now live in these amazing houses with these incredible oh, families. It's a completely different lifestyle to what I was living in. Yeah, home. and the, the culture is... I feel like we were saying earlier that we're very yeah. Americanized in England, yeah. but there are some things that haven't kind of... I haven't really had a big... Culture shock. Massive no, culture shock yet, but I have had little things like... Oh, that's, that's different. different. That's yeah. weird. That's cool, like every time I take my charger out, I keep going to turn the switch off on the yeah, plug. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no freaking switch, switch on the plug. That gives me anxiety, yeah. guys. And it's like having massive fridges and driving oh. on the other side of the road and even having like a, this massive ice fridge thing. Yeah, ice yeah. is everywhere. Ice is everywhere. They're very ice popular on ice. Like yeah. they love ice they here. They love ice. What is it, America? <laughs> so like, yeah, my host mum always asks me like, what is the biggest thing that's like shocked you? What's your biggest culture shock? And I'm like, honestly, there isn't really. Like I don't feel like the UK and the USA have massive culture differences. The only big things I've noticed is people are so nice and positive <laughs> and tipping yes yeah now, tipping but is that's not good. that's not a thing that's gonna like throw you off like hats yeah. off to like people coming from european countries and like who don't speak english don't speak you know, english yeah. like eat their meals at like Those nine ten o'clock at night that would like having actual culture shock yeah. as well as everything else on top of that i think we're quite lucky you guys are brave <laughs> yeah because i'm friends with an italian au pair mm-hmm. and obviously this isn't english isn't her first language yeah and i was saying to her actually this week i was like I can't imagine having everything, like, on top of everything, having a, a language barrier a language too. Barrier. Yeah. And obviously you need conversational English to a certain level, but yeah. it just very small things like idioms she doesn't really understand yeah. and just sometimes things can be miscommunicated to, to your yeah, host yeah, families yeah. and it's like, uh-huh. I, I couldn't imagine. Imagine if you and had an issue and you didn't know how to say it to your host mum or exactly. your Exactly, and it's great having a conversational level of English, but... Yeah. people that don't speak English as a first language it's not always speaking the language it's listening yeah. to the language that's yeah. the problem they yeah. find the hardest thing 
so it's crazy it's crazy yeah i think but people are brave literally when my host mom asks me like what's the biggest culture shock i'm like the size of the fridge target <laughs> target. target can we get target in america in and yeah tipping oh, tipping throws me off every single time and I not think... adding tax until the very end that yeah that is what confuses me it's like you go to the dollar store and it's not yeah, a dollar it's, it's like a dollar seven and I'm yeah like, oh. or like our Chinese today was $40 and then they added on like $5 tax and you're like why couldn't you just put that on the original price like yeah. they do in the UK like we I would why is it not already, yeah I don't understand already why added it's on. already in yeah in the, the price tag I don't I really yeah. don't understand and then like in Target on the labels it's like yeah the price and it's like you pay and you're like well that's not how much I pay you one label. On top. yeah yeah it's ridiculous like I shouldn't have to so that tax. confuses me that confuses the me the tipping thing confuses me as well like I tipped at a nail salon the other day we don't do that in the UK like that's just not a thing that we I do I will tip if you are good yeah if, if you do a damn good job only in a restaurant if you do a yeah. damn good job in a restaurant I'll I give will you tip a tip you. then obviously they've said haven't they here that they don't really get a proper wage they yeah they live off their tips, tips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I think like how is that legal I know it's so they get like $1.29 an hour and then they live on the tip it's honestly yeah so my host parents actually sat me down because I remember I said oh I'm going for lunch with Laura we're going to like this pizza grill place and they're like you know when you go to a restaurant 20% if it's like something else 15% and I'm like yeah 20% is a a lot it's a lot it's a lot of money yeah um but then I feel now I feel guilty if I if I don't tip them I yeah. almost want to tip everyone. Like, I want to tip the mailman or something. Like, yeah. I feel really, really, People like... tip everyone, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I tip at Starbucks now. Just I Do usually you? put, like, a dollar or two in the pot. Yeah. Like, I tipped at the Chinese today. You did, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's very strange. I mean, I'm, I'm going to get into the habit of it now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it definitely did throw me off. Yeah. But I think overall bit. we're really lucky that kind of the biggest thing is the driving on the other side of the road for us. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I think Europeans have to deal with that as well, right? Yeah. So I mean, well, wait, so my the old pair friend she drives on the same side of the road as Americans. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's on the other side of the car. It's very strange. Whoa. But like, I don't get okay, it. Yeah, I don't so get like, it, honestly though, driving it was. So my husband took me to just this car park, sort of parking lot, um, <laughs> just on on a weekend, and it was a lot easier switching to automatic. I got it very very quickly. Oh my god! Very I'm never going back to a manual. Swear to God, do you? I I love having an automatic. I love having the convenience of an automatic, but I do like feeling like I'm driving. But my left leg just feels useless. Yeah, (laughs) let's cut it off. I know. I always bend my leg, and like, oh, it's just like where do I put my foot? Do I like chill it here? Do I chill it? I usually like bend it, just chill it a little bit. Yeah, it's very strange, but it's very convenient, and I'm not used to having so much space on the right hand side yes. of me so when i first started like when i drove with ricky for the first time he was like just go to the left because i was like exactly the, the same lane. exactly the same and i said this before but it's like we are obviously on the other side of the road so we're used to pulling to the right yeah. so that we're coming away from our curb whereas here we have to pull to the left to come away from their curb because we're on the right hand side weird. but our hand automatically goes towards the right because yeah. that's just what we're and turning right to. at a red light I didn't want to yeah. do it I refused to do it for the first couple of times <laughs> and then I thought nah I felt it. like I was breaking rules like yeah I was like this is so dangerous red. but then there was this one light where it's like it said red light it had a red light and then it said um, and then it said no turning turn on, on red, red. and yeah. I was like okay I can't turn and Julia was like why aren't you turning 
I'm like, because it says no turn. She went, oh, no, it only means... And then there was another sign next to it saying, school days from eight till whatever. And I was oh, like... Oh, I hate those signs. Why are you making me read? There's one... I When I come back from the playground, there's, like, loads of right turns. And there's two schools on this road. So it says, like, no right turn between 7 and 9 a.m. Yeah. When I first saw that, I was so confused. I thought it meant just you can't go down that road. Like, it's a one-way road. Oh, my God. So, like, I went the whole long way around. <laughs> to get back it's confusing when i could have just turned right because it wasn't between 7 and 9 yeah. a.m it was like why is that a thing yeah and obviously i think for a future podcast episode we should maybe do a whole driving episode and how we're preparing for our driving tests yeah i think we're gonna do happen. one that's like really going into depth about the differences between yeah. the uk and the usa so we can go into more detail about yeah like but, but i think for an update episode we've not done badly um yeah there's we're doing lo- well we're really loving it we are loving yeah bottom line is Best decision I've Best thing, yeah. yeah. I don't regret it at all. Would recommend. It has, I personally am having days where it's tough, but. I think everyone has that. I think that's because I have four kids. You are brave. <laughs> I mean, four kids, five and under, you are, I think you're actually yeah. insane. Yeah, don't I think, think I, I am too. Like, my host son keeps saying, like, you voluntarily. You came signed up to for this, this bitch. Exactly, exactly. It's your own fault. Yeah, no but we're having you. a great time and we are so excited for the rest of our year yeah i'm excited to see what's to go- i'm excited for holidays like halloween yes Thanksgiving, oh Christmas. my god we're gonna have special episodes we're gonna have those. special episodes for every single holiday that we celebrate here and yeah. we talk about it i'm very excited yeah about that. well thanks for tuning in thank you for coming back after we had a little week off we miss we miss talking to people um but yeah make sure you check out our opetti instagram where you will where you can see all of our content thanks for tuning in guys Thank you. Bye. And that's the tea. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to our podcast to get all the tea on Life as an Au Pair. Be sure to follow us over on Instagram at Au Pair Tea. We'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.